This is episode number 190 of the Middle Country Public Library Podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade hey. and Nicole Rambo. Hello. How are you ladies doing this week? Good. Good. Oh, can I, can you lower my mic? I actually listened to one of the episodes. I'm sorry to all the <laughs> listeners. I'm screaming. <laughs> You're screaming in your ears. What? what? It's your ears. No, I listen. No, I, I listened to the. I was at like my computer, and I was okay. like, "Oh, let's listen to the, the John Wick one." Oh my goodness! Could one of you have told me? I don't think you're screaming. I think you get screaming. That's <laughs> like closer to the mic. Let me move it away. Okay. Screaming. I sound insane. Right. Should we? Should, should we start over, or do you want? No, no. Okay. I wanted to formally apologize. Oh, you want to formally? That's the formal apology from. <laughs> Nicole, I've now moved the mic away. If you'd like to accept your apology, podcast well, <laughs> at mcplibrary.org. When I say, can you lower my, my ear, my headphones? That would be like a cue, like, okay, I need to lower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, so uh, it's, the, it's the end of September. We no. made it through September. Uh, we got October coming up tomorrow. Can't believe it. Um, but uh, yeah. It's uh, we're quickly coming up to the end of the year. We got some uh, some great ideas for you that uh, that are coming up soon. But for today's show, mm -hmm. why don't we start off with Nicole? What are you going to talk about? Sure. So this week is uh, Banned Books Week 2021. So September 26th to October 2nd. Mm. And just a little rundown of what it is. This is from um, the American Library Association. The Office for Intellectual Freedom put out a statement. Um, and it's saying, during Banned Books Week, um, libraries, their users, and readers everywhere are invited to celebrate and exercise their freedom to read with resources and events from the ALA. Banned Books Week is an annual event that spotlights current and historical attempts to censor books in libraries and schools and brings together the entire book community and shared support of the freedom to seek and to express ideas, even ideas that contain uncomfortable truths. So, and then it goes on to say more, but that's basically what Banned Books Week is. So, the top 10 most challenged books of 2020. Mm. A lot of them do happen to be YA, mm. Um, mm -hmm. but this is just the top 10 most. So, uh, are they in like ranking order or any particular order? This, what I'm reading, looks like I think they're ranked because I've okay. seen several ones and they all seem to be in this order. Okay. okay so for, I'm like, curious one. to know what number one is. Yeah. So, um, this is like I said of 2020, but it could have also been banned, like challenged and banned years before. So mm -hmm. it just keeps going. So, uh, George by Alex Gino, it's challenged, banned, and restricted for LGBT LGBTQIA plus content, conflicting with a religious viewpoint and not reflecting the values of our community. So those mm. are some of the reasons. Oh, okay, um, I see. You're yeah. saying the reasons. All right. Like people say yeah. when they go to challenge yeah, a book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two was Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You by Ibram X. Kendi and Jason mm. Reynolds. Mm. Banned and challenged because of author's public statements and because of claims that the book contains selective storytelling incidents and does not encompass racism against all people. Number three is All American Boys by Jason Reynolds and Brendan Keeley. Banned and challenged for profanity, drug use, and alcoholism, and because it was sought to promote anti-police views, contain divisive topics, and be too much of a sensitive matter right now. Hmm. That's in quotes. <laughs> um, I actually saw Brendan Keeley speak. Um, it was very interesting. Jason Reynolds is popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speak by Laurie Hulse Anderson. So this one is pretty old. Um, you know, yeah, isn't that like mandatory reading too? Yeah, a lot of times it is. 
banned, challenged, and restricted because it was thought to contain a political viewpoint and it was claimed to be biased against male students and for the novel's inclusion of rape and profanity. Mm-hmm. Number five, The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie, another very popular book that's been around for a long time. That's banned good. and challenged for profanity, sexual references, and allegations of sexual misconduct by the author. So that came like later. Oh, by the author. Right, yeah. Not in the actual book. No, yeah. So then That's interesting. later on. I yeah. think it's been it's um been challenged ever since it was published. Okay. And then later on another reason was because of that okay. that came out. Uh, number six was Something Happened in Our Town, a child's story about racial injustice by Marianne Solano, Marietta Collins, and Anne Hazard, and illustrated by Jennifer Z- Zivoin. Is that a children's book? I never heard of that book. Yeah, it's a picture okay. book. Yep. Um, it's challenged for divisive language and because it was thought to promote anti-police views. Number seven, a classic, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Um, banned and challenged for racial slurs and their negative effect on students, featuring a white savior character and its perception of the black experience. Number eight, another classic, Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. Banned and challenged for racial slurs and racist stereotypes and their negative effect on students. Number nine, another classic, The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison, banned and challenged because it was considered sexually explicit and depicts child sexual abuse. Mm. And number 10, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, challenged for profanity, and it was thought to promote an anti-police message. So these are the top 10 challenge books of 2020, and all for different reasons. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All have their own sort of, Mm. some are similar and some are the same, and some actually kind of go again. You know what I mean? Like, So it's an interesting interesting list and then um some so those all pretty much fall under the ya except for that one picture book yeah. category mm-hmm. but these are some banned and challenged picture books um over Did the years ban a picture book but okay in the night kitchen by maurice sendak has been challenged many times why and this, this unfortunately they don't give the reasons but oh. um yeah i i remember learning that when i was in school because we had to pick like a band or challenge book and someone picked that one um, the Stupids series, <laughs> Bumps in the Night by Harry Allard and James Marshall, and Tango Makes Three. This was a very popular one because I think it's about the two dad That's... penguins. Um, yeah. Where the Wild Things Are, another Maurice Sendak book. Um, some nonfiction, um, Asking About Sex and Growing Up, It's So Amazing, 100 Questions and Answers About AIDS, How Babies Are Made. That's a lot of questions for a kid. sorry it's like 10 volumes that's why i would ban it from my life that's a lot of questions the upstairs room um nightmares this is poetry you hear me how to uncage a girl where the sidewalk ends what i know slugs um children's fiction bridge to terabithia oh that's so sad probably why (laughs) (laughs) i ban you from making me cry (laughs) the fighting ground the devil storybook the indian in the cupboard the adventures of super diaper baby (laughs) (laughs) sorry so then and then some other high school books lord of the flies the adventures of tom sawyer the handmaid's tale some of these i can i i can see but they're probably not for what i think yeah right you know because some of them are just outdated yeah it's different for different people so yeah yeah Catcher in the Rye, To Kill a Mockingbird. What? Yep. So those are just it's so um, funny. My band books would be much different. Yeah. <laughs> Which books mm-hmm. would you ban, Sarah? I'm not gonna say because <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> this book has too many words, not enough illustrations. <laughs> no, That's no. my band. Those are my bands. Really? No, yeah. I would ban like not enough romance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Need so uh, that's the from the ALA, correct? Yeah, so that was the ALA, and then the the list I read was from they took from ALA, but it was a, a lib guide out mm-hmm. of California mm-hmm. State University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that listed cool. them. Yeah. All right, we'll put it in the show notes yeah. so people take a look. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you so much, Nicole. Uh, Sarah. You have mm-hmm. a book that's very familiar to me because I've ah. taken this book out a couple times. So you yeah. want to tell us about it? Okay. So uh, for those of you who have Netflix or PBS, I don't know if it's airing on PBS or have seen this show, The Great British Bake Off is back. Mm. And um, I thoroughly enjoy this show for, uh, you know, the Britishness of it all. And I love uh, bakery items. So, um, however, when I watch it, I often wonder what they're talking about. Because <laughs> they're not speaking English? They're not, yeah, they're not speaking. It's the Queen's English. I was just going to say, yes, it's a different type of English. It's, so I have. It's very um, proper, and, you know. It is. They so, take the lift to go upstairs. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so this is some terms that you need to know when you watch it. We do have um, some of the older series here that you can take out. Um, and so when they say bakes, when they say, you know, likes my bake, I hope. Paul Hollywood likes my bake. Mm. It's just a catch-all term for any sweet or savory baked good. Mm-hmm. So when we think of like a baked item, we think, you know, it's just, anyway. Yeah. So uh, a Bakewell tart is a flaky pastry crust, layers mm. of jam, and frang, well, you took a book out, so is it franga- frangipane? Frangipane? I didn't get to that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll just say it that way, and then if it's wrong, I will say can. this before you continue, because I know you're probably going to talk about this, but just there's stuff in here yeah. that we don't ever eat. Have oh, you know what I'm saying? To like buy? you can buy it, but it's like you have to go to some special place to oh, get. Yeah, it. I'm sh- yeah. It's like I'm you know on Amazon. It's like why sell the on Amazon? Yeah, I sell the book here. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they call a bread roll BAP. Oh, that's cool. So uh, the melons. Okay, so yeah, so you can say I want a bath, and it's um, bread roll. Okay. It's also English slang for boobs. So be careful when you say when you go to England, Sal, and you're like, "Nice bath." Is that why I was punched? <laughs> nice Is that why I was punched in the face? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the bread roll. <laughs> um, so they often have a challenge with this cake, and it's called a Battenberg cake. Mm-hmm. And it's a sponge cake with a checkered interior jam filling oh, and a yeah. marzipan coating. That's tough. Yeah. So that's often a, uh, a hard one that they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the thing that always throws me is they say biscuits. You got to make these biscuits. <laughs> that's right. And I'm like, this is, ew. Like, you know, I think a Triscuit or something. Yeah, exactly. But it's, well, it is all can be savory, but it, it's cookies. Okay. Cookies. So, and often um, the, the Brits, they say biscuits and it goes with tea. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when they say biscuits, it's like a sweet biscuit. No. I just want to say cookie. It's a cookie. It's a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they have a different word for biscuits. Yes, they do. It, was it like digestive or something like that? Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Like, like the like, Beetlewix. Yeah. yeah. Things that they eat. Yeah. Um, creme pat is short for creme patisserie or pastry cream. And it's a filling. So um, like, you know, when you put in cream puffs or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oftentimes you don't want a runny crumb pat, so, <laughs> you know. Definitely not. No, definitely not. Fairy cakes. 
So I've never heard this, but it's a British term for cupcakes that make dessert sound a lot more appealing. So <laughs> it's their addition of cupcakes. I don't know. Fairy cake. Yeah. Uh, so the frang- frangipane, yes. which I know I'm saying wrong, yeah. is a sweet pastry filling with a base of Just ground almonds. Just say it with a British accent. I can't. Fra- frangipane? I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, frangipane is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, a genoa sponge is a very light and airy kind of sponge cake. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah. These pictures, dude. Oh, I my know, right? God. The pictures They're in this book. Good. I'm going to put the link to this book because <laughs> yeah. this is a great. I've had, I had this yeah. book out uh, recently, actually. Yeah. So uh, a pasty is a savory pastry, usually filled with meat and or vegetables. Beef and potatoes are the most traditional, but they can have any sort of, um, you know, ingredients. It's very good. Yeah, it's the most traditional. Uh, proofing or proofing is the exact same thing as rising when you make mm-hmm. bread. Mm hmm. Uh, pudding. Now the thing, another thing with pudding, it's not our pudding, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it's a, a term for a dessert or cake, but never a pastry. Okay. So it's it's a little different. So that's why you know, um, you don't want a soggy bottom. <laughs> Paul Hollywood does not like soggy bottoms, <laughs> and that is when the pastry portion of a pie is underbaked, mm. underbaked. <laughs> you and mentioned you mentioned proofing. Proofing is like huge, like. This guy's oh, they're always talking about proofing, I know. and he has a whole chapter on proofing. I know, and you can buy proofing bags. You can have like a proofing box. It's like yeah, a big well, they deal. have a proofing tray, which yeah. is like under the their ovens or something. And it's like they say it's so important to and proof yet, your to proof your your bread. dough. Yeah. yeah, we have tray bake, which is like they use this term a lot, and you're like, mm-hmm. what's a tray bake? And it's uh, where that refers to any sort of brownie dessert bar or individually portioned rectangular cake. Oh, okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So a sheet cake. A sheet cake, yeah. Uh, a treacle, which is molasses or uncrystallized syrup. So it's like a treacle tot. Mm. Uh, a Victoria sponge is a layered sponge cake filled with jam and cream. Victoria sponge seems simple enough to make, but too many contestants have opened the oven before their cake was done, causing it to sink. Mm. So the book I have actually that um, Sal is probably going to take out again mm-hmm. is <laughs> Paul Hollywood, A Baker's Life. He's one of the um, judges, uh, and I thought he had a fake name, but that's his real name. <laughs> that's his real name, all right. Yeah, it's a hundred fantastic recipes, and uh, he is a, a good-looking fellow with blue, right? blue, blue nice eyes. eyes. Okay, um, and it is. Uh, it's a book filled with sweet and savory British delights. Mm-hmm. So um, that I could, like, for example, on page 130, nice biscuits. Mm. And he says, I do like the classic biscuit, and this is my version of one of the best. Thin, crisp, and flavored with coconut. These del- delicate biscuits are perfect with a cuppa. <laughs> so. Yeah, I do like the way they say that. Cuppa? Cuppa. Yeah. Like a so, cup of tea. I, uh, it's, it's a good time. I suggest anyone to watch The Great British Bake Off. Like I said, you can probably watch it on PBS, which mm-hmm. is free, or come in and take out a DVD if you don't have Netflix, and uh, catch up on some um, British bakeries, <laughs> nice. baking items, and you'll want to eat mm. dough yes. and pie and tarts. And we actually have multiple books from that series, because I, I, we had this life? one. Well, we had this one. We had the Paul Hollywood Baker's Life. Yeah. And then I was looking for the other uh, a British baking show mm-hmm. series, and we didn't have them, so I ordered them. So mm-hmm. we got two more in there, and I'll put them all in the show notes. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Does so Mary Berry have her own? I'm sure she does. Yeah, they all right? – yeah. and each one – yeah, each of yeah. them has, like, their, their thing. And actually, the yeah. winners yeah. also, they yeah. write books sometimes, and – yeah, we were watching last season. When did the new season come out? Just just recently, the new season? Yeah, it just premiered, just premiered? Um, 
last week. Okay. So this week will be the second episode. Yeah. And uh, and truth be told, I do believe we're behind. So like, if you don't want to be spoiled, do not do like an internet search, and you'll get the results of what the show is because I think we're a little behind. Uh, have you ever made a, an English uh, trifle? You know, with the uh, with that peas with and- the peas and the red onions <laughs> and the uh, beef. Oh. Uh, you know, what's funny is that they actually now on the internet have that recipe if you want to try Rachel Green's. That's English disgusting. trifle. <laughs> it's like whipped cream, good. <laughs> Meat, good. <laughs> it's all good. No, I've never made a trifle. All right. So that does it for another delicious episode. Mm-hmm. And if you want to listen to older episodes, read our show notes, you can visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. Uh, click the like button on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Click subscribe. We'd love you to listen. We're getting some really good weekly uh, listeners. On YouTube. Oh, okay. good. Well, hopefully yeah. we'll have more now that I'm not screaming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe they like that, though. I think they, yes. I saw a comment. It said... More screaming, please. Can you make Nicole's mic louder? Yes. <laughs> Everyone, My ears scream. aren't bleeding yet. We, we, <laughs> I have the podcast set to go off at 6 a.m. to wake me up, but it's Nicole. Yeah. Nicole. <laughs> it's Nicole saying, nope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if you want to email us, podcast at mcplibrary.org, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, let us know if you uh, have an idea for a future show. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.